What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on all social platforms at Zan Morning. We've got TV Tony Vela from Vela Cards, from WrestlingTradingCards.com, from Worlds Collide. Yes, that's right, guys. We are slaving it out here for your entertainment. We've got him back on the show today to talk about more raw deal cards. If you missed part one, go back and check that out as soon as you get done listening to this one. Or if you want to pause this one, hopefully you've already downloaded it. If, if not, download this thing right now. And then go back and listen to part one. Download that too. Today we're going into an even deeper dive into all things Raw Deal. But before we start, here's some other ways you can continue showing your support, showing that you care about all these hours we're putting out there for you. Easiest thing you can do, hit that subscribe button. Takes two seconds. Share it with a friend. Tell a wrestling fan. Tell another collector. Get more people into wrestling cards. Copy that link. Share it on social media. If you see me tweet out a link about it, seriously, hit the retweet button. Hit the like button. Doesn't take very much effort, guys. Please leave me a review. Are you listening to this on Spotify? You listening to this on Apple Podcasts? Podcast Addict? Maybe another podcast platform? How about Google Podcasts? It doesn't matter. Leave me a five-star Dave Meltzer review. Actually, let's go ahead and leave this a six-star because we're recording this in the Tokyo Dome today, me and Tony. That's right. Me and Tony flew all the way to the Tokyo Dome in Japan to record this episode for you today. So again, leave me that six-star review. Greatly appreciated. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, Wrestling With Cards. Just search it. Please subscribe to that. Link in the show notes also if you need that. That's where I originally started putting out wrestling card content, so a lot of good visual information there. And links to my eBay store. Patreon is down there if you want to help contribute to the show, steer the direction of the content. Links to all of my social platforms are down there. We've got links to Tony's social platforms down there as well. And, of course, links to buy me a coffee if you so choose. I have to drink a lot of the coffee to put out a lot of these hours of content for you. They're a little, because I was really heavy into magic when Raw Deal came out. And the problem was, like, I got it, and it was actually, for me, I've been playing Magic quite a while. It was a little bit more complicated to learn than even Magic was, and some people think really complicated. And the other thing is, I couldn't get anybody to play with me. Like, I had two decks, and I would bring two to play, and, like, nobody would ever want to play. They just want to play Magic. (laughs) So that's why I kind of just gave up on it. Even when uh, it was in print and we were holding these tournaments over at the Frankenstein show, people would walk by in the gaming area. It's like it got too big for my booth. Too many. I couldn't have so many people in my 10 by 10 booth. Sure. So we ended up having there's a gaming area in the Frankenstein place where all the game dealers would sell and they would have all these long tables for people coming in and play. And we worked out a deal with the guys who run those tables in the show saying, hey, can we have a table like once a month to have a tournament? Oh, yeah, sure. So we go over there and you would have all these guys walking by going, oh, there's a, there's a wrestling card game. I never heard. But yeah. It's been out for five years now. I mean, <laughs> Oh, where um, have we heard this story? Oh, wrestling. Cards exactly. Are valuable. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but getting back to your four, it, it ultra rares are the ones you're, you're shooting for. Occasionally you'd have a rare card. So your common cards would have like the WWF or WWE logo, depending on what year it was. Uh, if the, that logo was white, it was typically a common card. Silver, it was an uncommon card. Gold is a rare card. Man, that's just like magic. Yeah, so it takes the same thing, yeah. Um, And then uh, you're looking, uh, opening up booster packs, looking for, you know, your ultra rares. And those were like power-up cards for your, depending on what superstar. So you could open up a box and like, hey, there's like a new ultra rare for Shawn Michaels in this set. And you can open it, it's like, oh, sweet chin music, awesome. I got his trademark finisher and it's like that. That goes with your Shawn Michaels deck. 
then you had cards like the Paid Late in May, like I was telling you about, that yeah. had multiple logos on it. Well, I could put that in a Ric Flair deck, or I can put it in a Batista deck, or I can put it, you know, and those tend to go for more money because it has more, there's more characters I can play with. That makes sense. And as time has gone on now, you know, they had original print versions and they'd have a Survivor Series 3, ver Survivor Series 3 version. So it's the same exact card. It just now has a Survivor Series 3 logo on it. So then I'm assuming the older ones are going to be more valuable, dude. No. That's, really? It's, it's the other way around. That's completely he, opposite. of like Completely every... opposite. <laughs> so uh, case in point is that The Rock's Patent Foot Stomp throwback. Because it was redone, it's a better card. It's more powerful of a card than the original one was. And it's harder to come by. It's hmm. allegedly short printed, although that was a really massive set. Survivor Series 3 was a 643 card set. Um, you know, because it had so many throwbacks and reprint versions of older cards. And as talent was leaving the company, well, we're not reprinting them because they're not in the company anymore. So like that. I'm not printing more, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm not going to print some more, you know, um, uh, Road Dog stuff. I'm not printing any more, you know, Billy Gunn stuff because um, those guys were in TNA at that time, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the newer stuff, because also players want what's called most recent printing. They want that. So they want from, the, from a player's perspective, that makes sense. Players, because that's what they really want. Uh, you start opening older product when you're looking for things like, well, I, even though they printed multiple versions over the years of Manager Interferes, it's a very powerful reversal card that people want in their decks. So I'll go after Premieres or SS1s or SS2 because they were printing all those. Just they change the picture on it sometimes. And then the bottom would have like a little version number in the bottom. Like this is version 1.2 and 1.3 and 1.4. Um, so they would have all that stuff in there and those still hold values. So people would you know, look for those. So it's like any it's other card nice, game. Nice that, you know, back then I, I love parallels. A lot of people hate them. But if you're just looking for one parallel of the, you know, ultra rares, just the foil or not, it's, it's a lot easier to chase. Yeah. And, and raw deal is a good way of looking at it, by the way. So you can look at like manager of fears as a great example. Um, there's four or five, maybe six variations of that card. So if you want like your parallels of that card, you can oh, get the first one, you can get the 1.2. You can get the 1.3. You can get the full version of 1.1. You can get the non-full version of Survivor Series 3 and the full version of Survivor So you can have a full rainbow, if you want to call it that, you know? I love it, but that's how I view wrestling cards. Like, I start digging into the weeds on this stuff. That's a perfect transition to the next thing I want to talk about. Yeah. I haven't seen, now I could be wrong, um, I checked pop reports, and it, I thought I saw PSA had graded a very, like, like I can probably count them on one hand, how many they've graded of raw deal cards. Do you see this becoming a thing within the wrestling card community? Um, if so, do you have advice on what cards maybe someone should go after? Or I, I totally think that it could be. I'm surprised it hasn't been a thing already, actually. Um, one, it, it's already going to be a hard enough to, uh, to find that product. Um, a great example is someone one time there was a Cactus Jack card for his trademark finisher, you know, mm -hmm. that for whatever reason, it's like, it's not a known short print in this card, but you don't see it come up very often, you know, nobody's really selling one. And I'd bought in a collection last year here locally in Phoenix, where someone was a collector like this, speaking of like players versus collectors, this guy never played, he just collected. So we had one yeah. copy of everything up to a certain point. And in there had like this oh my God, it's like a pristine condition of this Cactus Jack's, you know, double arm DDT card. So yeah. 
It's like, it's a beautiful looking car. I've never seen a condition like this before. It's just so hard to find good condition raw deal cards because first off, no one's cracking open any fresh packs anymore. It's mm -hmm. hard to find the packs as it is. Um, and stuff that's already out there, it's been played with already. Right. So it's extremely condition sensitive. <laughs> Where do you think the print runs are on these compared to regular trading cards? Because like one thing I'm thinking is like, uh, look at like the very first edition of Pokemon. A lot of those cards, even in really low grades, are still worth a lot of money. Is that something that we could see with Raw Deal? Like I'm just, I think one of the yeah. reasons I love the Raw Deal cards, but I can't, I just can't pinpoint what I need to be buying. You know what I'm saying? uh it's same as cards i mean if you're not collecting to, if you're not collecting to play but collecting to collect you want to go after whatever your favorite player is you know superstar is um you're not going to be going after like oh, i'm going to collect all the divas overload release i'm going to collect all the mania release you know you're you're going to go after your players you're a hulk hogan player uh, you know fan you're going to go after all the hulk hogan stuff and he's got plenty of it throughout the raw deal world um, i think maybe the thing that I have a problem getting past in my mind and it's maybe just something we're going to have to deal with or alter when a lot of these other people in the wrestling card space, uh, they're looking at the Cardinal, they're looking at Chromie, they're looking at all these gaming cards. This seems to be a section of the gaming cards that people are not looking at. And do you think it's because there's not like, are we going to have to fabricate how important a first card is in here? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, I, I honestly don't think there's, I can't think of anybody at the top of my head. I mean, I can go to my Velocard website and, and peruse the entire thing. Um, my partner who runs the site for me, runs inventory for me, you know, he knows the game inside and out as far as cards. He can tell you what version number they came from. He wrote the documentation. We have better documentation on Velocards or what well, we used to on the old Facebook page. So they changed it. Um, we have more better documentation than what Comic Image ever put out for that stuff. Okay, so, so your website would be a good resource then for people who want to go. Yes, track down. I mean, I, I I could pat myself on the back all day long with that stuff like that, but I'm not the one that goes out there and says I go. If you go to Facebook and look at all the different raw deal Facebook groups, and they're all looking for like, hey, I'm looking for these cars. They show you images. They're always my images are showing. Gotcha. Because <laughs> they're on my website. Because my website is broken down in such a way that it's so easy for anybody to go through and find what they're looking for. Not to mention, I have a search field. You can search for anything you want by any keywords, key phrases, anything you want to find the cards on my site. I've been doing it for so long. Um, and do you have the print run information on there? That was... they, they never release that. Interesting. Okay. Comic Images never release print runs. But I can tell you right now, probably on par with their actual trading cards they put out, if not less than okay. SmackDown, SmackDown Chrome, Superstars, uh, The Rock Set, probably less than those. Okay. And just kind of tie things up here. Where do you think we've, we've seen Cardinal stuff take off? Chromie is the big thing now. I mentioned that. Uh, where do you see kind of, I guess, wrestling gaming cards as a whole going forward? I know you guys don't have them on the WCC website yet. Is that something you're going to change? And what are some other games that you think could potentially fall into the same line as Raw Deal and possibly pick up some steam? Actually, I do have Raw Deal on the WTC site. I just never I got just missed it. I never got around. There's only probably three or four complete checklists put up there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, but I, I, ne I, I never got I never got around to finishing the rest of the checklist. So that's the beautiful thing now that I'm moving everything over to the new site now is that my partner got three years ago, did the, all the checklists for me in the format I wanted. I just never put them on the site yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, 
So I had, I said, someday I'm going to get back to WTC. Someday I'm going to update it. It's like that. And now here we are. And I'm going to have them all ready to go. I've already even added them to the new site already. Okay. As far as the listing of what's coming out from those years. Um, so it'll be ready. It's all going to be there. And, I, and the beautiful thing is, since I've owned every, I used to have a master set collection of Rod Deal. Cool. I had at least one copy of everything that Rod Deal ever printed. I mean, comic ever printed. So I had paid someone to scan all those. So I also have all the images of uh, Formal as well. That's helpful. Of, of not only of every car, like Manager Interferes, I have a scanned image of every version okay. of it as well. And that honestly, that's what, when we're getting into something like this, that's one of the good things about WTC is just the checklist and then the information you can follow. But then if you've got the scans of the parallels and what numbers yep. and stuff like that, that's going to be very helpful. It's good. Yeah. And, um, uh, Rod deal has been good to me, man. I mean, uh, last year, I'm sure a lot of people who got hurt because of the pandemic and I, my business for my booking business got shut down. And so I wasn't traveling obviously anymore. And I almost got rid of Vela cards several years back. Uh, I was going to sell it all, my entire inventory. I ended up selling, uh, shipping to my partner, uh, an 800 pound pallet of raw deal cards. I believe it was probably somewhere around 1.2 million cards. Yikes. <laughs> uh, it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of stuff. I mean, I was, I bought raw deal. Like a lot of these guys buy trading cards. I was buying raw deal because as I'm just a reseller. So I wanted to buy, yeah. buy, buying collections, buying I collections, buying that. collections. <laughs> yeah. And so I had decks on my own because I was playing all the time with the guys in the local tournaments because I get involved. I have my inventory there. I would give away prizes. Tournaments were like, Hey, the, you know, Gen Con 2017, you know, world championships brought to you by Vela cards. Right. And so people would, but anybody in the raw deal community already knows who Vela cards is. Um, any, and if they're new, people are directing to my site already as it is, uh, or, or Scott's or Steve's. Uh, but I, I've been doing it for so long. Um, I, like I said, I almost got rid of it. My partner talked me out of it. Um, and thank God, because last year when COVID hit, uh, all of a sudden I started seeing massive increase in sales. Like I'm talking sales I haven't seen in 10 years, 15 years. It was incredible. Uh, and it's still going today. It's still doing very well. And I can't keep inventory in stock. I, I don't want to price myself to a point where I'm sitting on stuff, but I also don't want to sell it too cheaply. So I have to walk that fine line. Right. So I see my competitors are constantly hitting my site all the time and price matching me in certain ways. Um, and some guys go strictly on eBay. Like, I'm not going to put this on my website because I know on my website, I'm 200 bucks for this card, but I'm thinking on eBay, I can probably get 400 for it. Sure. So I do it that way, I guess. It's just, um, I think it's going to see an increase still. I don't think there's anybody in raw deal that's, ooh, first appearance, let's go get that. I think it's just gonna be out of, uh, most of the guys spending the big money are players. Yeah, I just keep trying to rack my brain on what do I need to chase as far as rare and scarce and get it graded. That's my mindset of the trading card. You know what I'm saying? If so you're going to go after stuff like that, you're going to go after the money cards. The money cards are going to be 
I mean, I can give you a list of money cards if you want. Well, no, that's like not, that. that's what I'm saying. Like, um, if if your site has it all, we can go do all the work ourselves. You can go search my site, right. and my I'm entire just... website for VelaCards.com has everything listed there. You go, hey, this patented footstomp throwback is selling for two hundred fifty dollars. I got to get that card. I got this paid late made now selling for a hundred. I got to get that card. Oh, I got the first to tap throwback that goes for two hundred fifty dollars. I got to get that card now too. Right. Yeah, and that's what that we'll just direct everybody to your website because. Uh, I don't think we need to give any specific plays away. Everybody can go do their home, own homework. Sure. But, you know, that's, I was just trying to put it like from the wrestling card collector, probably why some people are having a hard time getting into this, where as opposed to uh, the Chromie or the Cardinal, it's a static image. Sure, it's a game, but we're, you know, it's, they look more like trading cards. Yeah, well, that Chromie one's, you know, bigger than an actual trading card, actually. So it's uh, yeah. a little longer, but um, yeah, and the raw deal cards are the Similar size to a trading card, just thinner stock. Uh, I think they're still two and a half by three and a half. On yeah, the, they're very, the... they're almost identical to Pokemon and Magic. And and uh, they, um, uh, there's there's value there. I think it's an untapped market for collectors, really. I agree. Um, because most of the people out there, like I said, are buying our, our players. I have very few people who say, I just collect. I even have a guy who collects, I only collect damage stuff. So let me know about your damage stuff because I can't afford to be buying the high-end stuff. So you ever get any damage stuff in your inventory, let me know. I'll buy it off you. I get that because I'm yeah. the guy who likes to go get key iconic cards and low grades. Because I sent, I, I, I bought this collection out that had, um, you know, it had like a, a rock bottom from the rock, you know, cards like that, which, you know, I probably sell on my website, that version, you know, $10, $12 for that card. But it was folded in half. It was uh, it was creased like that, and I gave it to my to my son to play with. So I get him started because he's got you know his wrestling cards. There's only two, and he got his wrestling cards. Nice. And um, oh, I trust me, I'm all over it with him. Yes. And uh, someone saw a picture of that card. I showed oh, I showed him playing. I took a picture of him and showed it on uh, him playing with his cards. And uh, someone goes, "Hey, I saw you have that uh, that that rock. I'll get I'll, I'll buy that card off you." <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's damaged. And he goes, "I don't care. I, I like to have it in my collection." <laughs> All right. <laughs> like I can't, you know, it's, it's not for sale. Sorry. Uh, I think it's an untapped market. I think that um, you're not going to find a thousand dollar card in there. Not today. Uh, but the way the market's going right now, I mean, some of these guys were having auctions in Facebook groups by throwing their personal, you know, I, man, for yeah. this kind of pricing, I should start putting my own collection up there now. And so guys are like unloading certain things and, but certain cards are hard to come by. Like if, if, I recommend someone who wants to collect don't collect raw deal from a monetary standpoint because there is some money to be made there. If you can find someone who has no idea what they have, you know, right. it's like, like anything else. Um, but if you're a, you know, a Roddy Piper fan, sure. you're going to find some Roddy Piper cards in raw deal. You might as well just go and collect your Roddy Piper stuff and that's it. Makes sense. Um, if you're a Hogan fan, there's going to be more stuff because he was, you know, around in the company longer for that. Um, but yeah, nothing really major that's going to like go skyrocket to a, you know, a new 97 Panini rock kind of right. cards like that, or, you know, stone cold chromie card. Well, and the other thing is we've touched on, I think twice on here is the condition of these things. Like that's also you know, hard. If, if you get them graded, don't expect, unless it's pack fresh. And even then don't expect anything to come I, out. And I got stuff hand. back behind. I mean, I have stuff behind me here. That's like a bunch of raw deal stuff that I got in a collection that I never shipped up to my partner. Cause I'm like, why bother it? So it's damaged. I mean, some of that was the foils that they use in their early print runs were just, they would crack really easy. And, and the edges around the edges are, Oh yeah. They're the biggest parts of the edges. Cause they would, they get white. Uh, they start to chip. Um, 
and it, it's, it's hard to keep those uh, cards in good condition, especially when most of them are played. There's just not enough uh, booster product out there to be cracking open. And, you know, I mean, if I had a Survivor Series 3 box, which is the most expensive box from Raw Deal because it has all the throwback stuff in it that goes for mm -hmm. mad money, I would crack it. I don't care what anybody else says. I mean, but it's a $1,000 box now. It's like, you know, when it came out, it was like, you know, $65. Now it's a $1,000 box. Um, I don't care because there's so much good stuff in that. It's just, it's worth it. It's so weird to me too that like the, the later release stuff is worth more and more sought after than maybe the early, which is just the opposite of. Because it has, it has powerful stuff in it that was good. And they reprinted stuff with the most recent printing. They threw back what I call throwback version, a lot of older stuff. Um, they got better pictures, better foil conditions on stuff. I mean, a lot of guys like, oh, um, do you have extreme hedonism? You know, because they made very, very, that is extreme hedonism can be packed by Trish or Lita. So they made one where it had, just a picture of Trish on it with both logos or just a picture of Lita on it with both logos and survivor series three, they made a picture with a split down the middle with both of them on it. With both logos. Them all. That's their parallels right there. You got pretty much right there. <laughs> yeah. So people like certain ones, like, well, I want the most recent printing one. Cause it's survivor series three, but well, I'm a Trish fan. I want Trish, you know, that kind of uh, thing. Yeah. All right. So, so anything else you got to uh, talk about with go ahead and promote your website and anything else before we get out of here. Velocards.com. Everything unlike WTC. Velocards is Velocards. Don't, don't get the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Velocards.com. It's all Velocards.com. I mean, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, it's all Velocards. Velocards.com. And you still running it pretty frequently as far as like if people have questions, they can reach out to you on social media on there. I'll, I run it every day. There you go, guys. If you got yeah, questions, day, it's, go, it's, to, go to the website, know. send him a DM, tell him you want to buy his entire collection for a million dollars and he'll hook you up. Hmm. Million dollars. You know, I'd, I'd probably make someone a good deal if that was a, the offer. <laughs> there's the offer. <laughs> there it is. Um, you know, there's other, before we get, go real quick, because uh, sure. I know we talked about a little bit before uh, another wrestling themed game that came out. I mean, there's a lot of wrestling themed games. There's a new one called super show. Uh, that has been out for a few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, that I was thinking about carrying for a while that had, they had AJ Styles in it before he came to WWE and all of a sudden exploded. You know, right. you can't find that stuff anymore. Um, but back in the same time that WWF did Rod Deal, uh, Wizards of the Coast did a WCW game mm -hmm. called Nitro. Right. And they made one release of that and then one follow-up called Hardcore. <laughs> was the Hardcore in like a blue package? Blue-ish type Blue of package, yeah, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it one time. Yeah, and that one's harder to find. I'm considering actually carrying that product. So if anybody watching or listening to this wants to sell their old uh, WCW Nitro, I'm looking to buy. You know, I have a sneaking suspicion that people are going to want to be buying them, not selling them, because I've talked to a lot of people that have shown some interest. And actually, before we got on here tonight, uh, somebody had a Stacy Keebler PSA nine just posted. So I got a bunch. I have a bunch of those that I'm looking to trying to do something with them. I. I'm wondering if that actually has starts having more of a popularity than raw deal, but it'll be interesting to see. So we'll get out. I, of here you know what? Today. I think you're right. That actually might, the WCW one might, because if you're looking for someone who has like an early appearance or first appearance, she's going to be one. Well, and wizards is a wizards of the coast having that, that name that's associated mm -hmm. with Pokemon that's associated with magic. Yeah. Now associated with wrestling. I don't know. Just possibly. Possibly. It's a good call. Maybe we'll have to do another show on that sometime. I'll let you know if I decide to build off on that. Thanks once again to Tony for giving me his time for a great discussion on all things Raw Deal. I hope that time that you spent listening 
to this today and the last episode was valuable. And hopefully this interview will help get more information out there to the people who either maybe had questions about Raw Deal or maybe they just weren't aware of Raw Deal or what Raw Deal was. If you enjoy the interview, please let Tony know. Follow him on social platforms, including the Velocards account on Instagram. Again, links to his stuff is going to be in the show notes. Also, if you enjoy what I'm doing with this podcast, with the Wrestling With Cards YouTube channel, the Worlds Collide podcast, everything else that I'm putting out there, please subscribe and share all of that stuff everywhere on social platforms. Tag me in it. Uh, Send somebody an email. Send somebody a text message. Just spread the word of the wrestling card content. Building the community. Building the hobby. And of course, leave me a review if you enjoyed this. Again, I've talked about a lot today. All the links to everything I've mentioned is in the show notes. And I want to thank you again for listening and continuing to show your support for everything I'm doing. I absolutely love putting this stuff out. But until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.